Welcome to Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders at our personal matchmaking firm, Matchmakers in the City. Dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as her favorite sisters in Hollywood and the new generation of matchmakers, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly six years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti now, Christina Pineda. (laughs) And we're the Conti sisters, and we're so ready for today's episode. So Christina, let's begin with hot topics today. Um, I know that you're not watching The Bachelorette as intensely as I Are you watching it at all? Am I ever watching that? <laughs> when in the past, I would say five, we grew six up. years, Christina, we seven grew, years, we grew years up on probably. the Bachelorette, though, on the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. We that did. taught us. I mean, it was actually instrumental in the formation of Matchmakers in the City, our matchmaking company, because we always say that a lot of the memberships, if you're doing a membership with Matchmakers in the City you're essentially the bachelorette only without the cameras right because we were we were raised on it right we grew up in that (laughs) I remember when I said (laughs) we grew up in that about like what did I say that about what was that little anecdote I don't remember it was something about when I was visiting you in college college yeah it was in Connecticut and you thought you were really Jersey and oh my god, that's rugged. So embarrassing. That's so well. We but about the club. You grew up in a suburban, <laughs> like in a really town. in a small, really lovely suburban town. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we grew up in that. But we did actually. We were raised watching The Bachelorette quite seriously. I mean, we did. We it, did. We, we, I loved. I we used fringe to love quoting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we still. Fringe yeah, we quote do. It. We we definitely do. Are is this the the deciding factor. Yeah. Like that is a that direct was Andrew Firestone. Was that Andrew Firestone? Yes, that was Andrew Who Firestone. Was that woman again? I don't remember. Oh but my that gosh. was his season. It was he chose Jen at the end. Yes, he did chose mm-hmm. Jen, but they are not together anymore. But mm. they both are married and they're happy. Oh, good. Yeah, but remember that awful like scandal with Firestone tires. But now they're they've bounced back. I think. I right? think they have. I think their... they went bankrupt, but now they're back. Oh, okay. Started okay. from the bottom. Now we're here. Okay. So, um, in terms of the Bachelorette this season, Rachel season. So Christina isn't watching, but obviously I am. And guys, it was. I, it was, I had a really I do traumatic like hearing your know, updates, know, even though I don't watch it and I'm against some of the things that happen on that show. I still like hearing, because it's an no, interesting yeah, yeah. Dyna- relationship dynamic. No, it's amazing. They go through. Especially when it's The Bachelorette. The and Bachelorette's exactly, my favorite. Exactly, but our yeah. memberships are all the best things yes. of The Bachelorette without, yes, without the, the cameras, the, the riffraff, and the CD. The guys who have girlfriends <laughs> casually with really pointy nails. Um, but anyway, so... I had a really traumatic experience. So Monday night, Monday was obviously Memorial Day. Oh and yes, so I was wondering how were people watching I, that? Oh, just listen, they you stop every. No, 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 no. Are you kidding me? Memorial, like oh. it doesn't matter where you are, you stop for the Bachelorette. I that's I wanted to talk to you about that because yeah. I was thinking it was 
if why do they choose Monday night? Because usually Mondays are when people have the most days off and people, we have the most holidays on Monday. Yeah, but it, I, must it be. doesn't matter because for Bachelor Nation, the fan base is so loyal that even if someone is like, um, like people will change their plans and make sure that they're getting home in time. And also there's for TiVo. The I don't have TiVo, but oh, for the Monday night situation. Do. But yeah. do they... Do you think Tuesday night is more prime time than Monday night? No, I think Monday night is the best. Monday night is the yeah. best spot. I think if it's the best want, spot. You're, you know your show is number one if you're on Monday night I from 8 so. to 10. I mean, I guess so. But the, so the bachelor time. time. So this kind of leads into my traumatic experience. So okay. I went to a pool party that I told you guys about last week. It oh, was yes. at, yeah, my friend yes, Charlene's. Yeah, yeah, which is, I won't even tell you the name of the, the mansion. Like the guys named it something really crass. I guess I have to say it now. They named it the Panty Palace. Oh, how disgusting is that? I know. I'm sorry. They're like, and they're, they may be listening. And they're nice guys. Like these are cool. Like really. So my girlfriend Charlene lives with a couple guys, and they have. They're like super successful, and they live in this beautiful home. Oh, and is it her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so. Um, but the guys, it's like this one guy is like that. You know, and he has these roommates. But um, so yeah, it's called the Panty Palace. Which is like really kind of irky, but they're really nice guys. But at the same time, I think that it was like they named it during their their like kind of f boy phase, and now they're like a little bit older, and they still, you know. So I think that like the name is waning a little bit because now they're like in their thirties, and I just don't think that that works anymore. But anyway, how did so, you hear about it? Then, because when you, enter, it when you enter, when you enter, well, a the Facebook group had a it literally it has is a thing on google maps like if you look up the panty oh, wow. like oh, oh my wow. gosh it's so bad and please no one like look this you up you have to like, call go stalk them, them. To put it on there no i don't know for some reason it is because i went to put it in my what? in my um little thing for uh what's it called the to GPS, like get there my right? gps and it, it they didn't even give us the actual address they were just like the panty palace so just like go there um so i hope i'm not like giving their location out but anyway so but it was so it was really fun I was just so tired like I was I'm just so exhausted like was it a barbecue I mean was it is it ever really a barbecue like it was more like yeah you stand around the pool and like you yeah you have drinks and like some like you'll get like two guys that go into the pool but there was definitely a turning point where like where the women I think that I was like after you know I don't I barely drink so I didn't drink because I drove there um and so so, but when, like, it definitely, the party had a moment where you could kind of see the shift of, like, where the, the Panty Palace kind of came out to play a little bit. Like, everyone's inner, I know, I'm cringing right now even just saying. But anyway, so so then a couple Aww. girls went into the pool. But usually, just for the listeners, if you don't live in Los Angeles, um, if it's a pool party, there's usually little to no swimming. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of to be expected. Like, people wear, I mean, I don't think, like, people wear heels but people definitely like the girls deck it out they have their lashes right, on right like right. it's not, like, not wanting to get their makeup ruined. yeah or their hair like you know I right. did my Spend hair I did my that. makeup like That's exactly I don't go in the pool yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to keep it crisp for the Insta. Um, so well, yeah, I don't, that's not. Right. No, it's I know not, not really for good. you, but I think just generally for most women, for a lot of people. Yes. And I found myself, I was like Snapchatting and Instagram storying it, and it was just, I was like, I'm such a typical millennial right now. I was judging myself, but it was such a beautiful location, and I was kind of tired, and yeah. I want, I did end up interacting with humans, so that's always a good thing. But anyway, so I then it was Monday, and I sectioned my day out where I knew I had The Bachelorette to watch at 8, excuse me, at 9, because it was on at 9 for the opening episode, and I was set up for 8, but it was on at 9, so I made my whole day, I was like, okay, perfect, I'm going to get back at this time, I'll eat, and then, because I don't want to eat and watch The Bachelorette at the same time, because that's just too many sensory, sensory overload. I get it. So I then, I like, at 9, like at 8.52, I was like, okay, I'm ready. So I turn it on. And The Bachelorette starts at 8, not at 9. So I was turned it on, oh, and I was like, oh, my God, it start." And then I realized, and it started at 8. So I missed the first hour, but then I watched it the next day. <laughs> oh, Bless you. That's oh confusing. My gosh. It was so bad. Last I know. Week it, was, at nine it was really traumatic, but it's wow. fine. I, I pushed through. I, at first, I was like, I can't watch it. I can't watch half of it. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And like, this is against every grain of my body. But oh, so it's a two hour? It's, oh, it's it two hours. It's two hours every oh, yeah. week. Of okay. course it is. It's okay. two uh, One hour would just not be enough. <laughs> so what happened? So, okay. So it was a really big episode. So the biggest thing, and I got right into it. And then I, like I said, I rewatched, obviously, the first hour the day after right um, right so course. okay so demario though demario mm-hmm. he was the guy right. with the girlfriend um oh. so kareem abdul jabbar they had a date where they went they played basketball which i just want the listeners to know i casually um joined a basketball league last quarter last semester like what do we call it like last right, what is last, it called last semester in the winter, in, in the winter. In so January. yeah so this is all Sandra speaking so i casually joined <laughs> Surprise. Surprise, guys. <laughs> Shocker. I know. I'm speaking. <laughs> oh, my God. That's no, so I'm bad. kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. such a talker. I'm kidding. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. No, it's um, wonderful. But I joined a basketball league because I felt like my hobbies were really linear. Like, I basically went to brunch. I would do a lot of very feminine activities. Like, anything that I was doing was very right. I, right. grossly feminine. And I love everything to do with like being a woman and being feminine but I said you know what I need some um I just need some some masculinity and some testosterone in my life definitely so I joined the basketball team so this episode really resonated with me and um a few of my girlfriends texted me (laughs) they were like they're like Allie it's just like you and your basketball team because I'm the only one out of all of my like it began that a few of my girlfriends were gonna do it and then everyone just said oh no I'm so sorry I can't I can't do the like so I was like I'm just gonna go for it and I did it myself and I was literally the only girl in the league and if you're single ladies 100% this is a great way to meet guys but don't do basketball what I learned right because basketball is like the The most most intense 
Oh my gosh, it's the most intense. I'm so awful. Like, I never played, I cheerleaded when I was in high school and I did the plays. Like, well, I was did a when you were in, you were in middle school and <laughs> yeah. elementary school, you did basketball. But yes, but that I was, was very soft awful. skills. Those, you yeah. were good. You were Christina, good. Christina, you were good at basketball. Christina's tall and I don't want to say lanky. She's very thin and just has a lot of speed. I'm more of the, um, <laughs> I'm defense. I live more of a, <laughs> Yeah. more of a sedentary <laughs> existence but anyway so it was really intense but anyway okay so back to the bachelorette so um, right but anyway just to finish that little vignette yes. with up yeah ladies if you want to join yeah. a sports team good do, idea great idea. but do it more for the activity yeah it's and make sure that there are social events that are happening after men are very this is christina speaking men are very uh compartmentalized and Mm -hmm. you don't you see that the most clearly when you're doing a basketball league absolutely since they're totally focused on the game yeah they're not thinking about women they're not thinking about socializing because i was trying to recruit yeah she was trying to meet some great guys just for the general for the bachelor exactly it was really challenging because they were so laser focused on this ball right And then I got laser focused on the ball because I was like channeling that. But it's a great thing that we can tell our bachelorettes because they can do, but they can also do other other sports. Exactly. That's, but it's good that you tried it. Yeah. So you know what, what the reality is. Otherwise we're telling women to do the basketball league and this is what's happening. Yeah. Cause if they do the basketball league, they're probably not good. They'll meet guys, but they'll meet guys in a context of like the guy is being really competitive with them because the guys, like mm. the guys were just, they were ruthless. Okay. So back to the bachelorette. Right. Um, so they, okay. So they did this basketball that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there. Oh, who's like, you know, wow. this, the, the basketball player of the yeah. world. Like even you have heard of him. Yes, right. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So then Demario, like Demario's rocking it. He's, He's just as, like, very charming. He's kind mm. of, like, very sneaky. Like, he's very, like, like, he's oh, very, wow. like, yeah. Um, like, you think he's great. He's very charming. Um, but then at the end of the game, and he's doing really well. He, like, mm-hmm. made a billion, a billion. With um, Kareem. So it was just him and. No, they did yeah. it. They 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 played a game oh, and with then a bunch with, of the guys. Uh, yeah, with all okay, with like great, the great, A great, team great. of the guys. Right. And then they had the um then they A-team? had an audience. Did, was it a group I, date? It was a group date and it was this was the group of guys that were way better. Like the first group of guys, there was like one guy that was decent in it. Um my boy oh. Kenny was in it. But in terms second, of basketball playing? No, just in terms of just general husband material. Oh, so she game. chose yeah. two teams, one of the better guys, one of the no (laughs) okay oh my god you're confusing me so basically the date the date was this was one group of guys okay and they played a basketball game and they played it for for like a ton of people they like filled the stadium with people so then they played a game um so that was really cool it was good to watch um but then there was a date before that that I'm going backwards because I saw it in a different order but there was a date before that Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher were there which is like I think probably the biggest celebrity that the bachelor probably. has ever gotten probably like mila kunis and ashton kutcher mm-hmm. and they watched the bachelor and the bachelorette so it was beautiful and mila kunis reminds me of one of my girlfriends so aggressively i won't say her name but um but anyway one actually one of our bachelorettes 
really? of my girlfriends turned bachelorette. Wow. So we've we set her up. Oh, funny. So um, anyway, so yeah, so I'm skipping, but I'm going to the juice of the episode. So Demario, um, so he does so well in the game, and okay. then his girlfriend. Right. So at the end of the game, this girl comes, um, comes out of nowhere, like comes, we think she's a fan of just Rachel and wants to take a selfie with Rachel. Mm -hmm. But then she comes and she says to Rachel, like, I am Demario's girlfriend and Demario never broke up with me. He ghosted her. He just stopped talking to her. And then three days later, she saw him on after the final rose with (gasps) an engagement ring to, um, to uh what's it because that was his opener his opener was oh okay an engagement engagement ring to Rachel. Ring. okay yeah. okay 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 so um it was really intense after the first rose you mean uh, it, it, uh, wait what before no after the final rose so on this season in after the final rose they had they introduced four guys oh and yeah. last season you mean so final yeah rose. in last okay. season in Nick's Nick and Vanessa seasons because it was so depressing that it was they were so done with it like the like, ABC was just like let's get Nick out Why and was let's so bring oh, Rachel because in Nick just he Nick didn't choose just, anyone I uh, know he did oh. he chose Vanessa oh my gosh Christina <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to all of like the Why really so avid It just he just was. Ugh, it was just like Nick. The general consensus of America was that we were kind of over Nick, and like he was very. You know, I get it, but like Nick and Vanessa, they were just in a bad place. And after the final rose, oh, like so they were not, not together anymore. Like, no, they are, but they just were. I think they're just in it now to like um, to promote different products, essentially. So okay, <laughs> so basically, the girlfriend pops out. I'm. I'm I'm flipping Nick around. Nick quit his job for this. Nick didn't have a job. Like, Nick was not <laughs> No, he employed. did in the beginning. In, in the beginning. It was, like, loosely he had a form of employment. He was, like, he's an L.A. guy, you yeah. know? Anyway, anyway. So, back to DeMario. So, the girlfriend okay. comes in. So, oh, so that's these are And these bring, this brings a couple of issues. Because, mm. A, he ghosted her. Yeah. So, we can talk about ghosting for a second. Which is the lowest form of, like, it's, I think, the worst. I think... Like, ghosting is probably just the worst thing that any person, any human can do to another human. Okay. But at the same time, I feel like if you're dating, if you've been on, like, a date or two dates, ghosting is not the worst thing in the world. Um, But that's only if it's kind of a mutual fade as opposed to like as opposed to like the guy texts you and he's like hey want to do something tomorrow and then you just don't reply if you just say like oh I'm super busy so sorry I'll circle back when I'm available right that's and then you just never circle back or just say (laughs) super busy right now yeah Um, hope that you're having a great day yeah or like have a really fun week right and then the the guy will get the hint and if he doesn't yeah like have a really good week and Mm -hmm. then if he doesn't but if it's this guy was dating, Demario was dating this girl for seven months. And yeah, no. maybe they never defined their relationship because maybe. that's very common. Maybe. They were sleeping together. Right, right. Um, right because right, she right. said that. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. It happened. So, but so really bad. And he just, he came out. And it, like when Rachel kind of confronted him, he, he came out, he saw this girl. He's like, who dis? Who's this? <laughs> like, hashtag new phone, who dis? 
I was dying. Like my, I we were dying. I was dying. I was dying. Like who this? Wait, you didn't say higher? No, he was like he acted like he didn't know who she was. Oh. But then he said she's crazy. Then he then he pulled the crazy card. And ladies, Ooh. if a guy ever says if you are dating a guy and he says, oh yeah, all my ex girlfriends they're all crazy. This is he. That means like basically this is a guy that makes sane women do crazy things. Okay. Um, Matthew Hussey said this and I adore Matthew Hussey. If a guy ever says, Oh, my exes were all crazy. Like maybe one I'll give him if he's like, no, she like literally was, you know, went to therapy and like had schizophrenia. Right, exactly. Like, that's that's different. different. But if he is like claiming that these, that all of his exes are crazy, this is a this is probably one of the biggest red flags because that means that he makes sane women do crazy things. So mm. that's a huge red flag. Right. So, and they, sometimes men will say crazy so that they don't have to deal with the conflict and they mm-hmm. can just label it and then move on, even though there's really a conflict that they need to deal with there. Yeah. It's not just her. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like, oh, she's crazy. Like, well, yeah, we dated a couple. He just couldn't keep his story straight. And she Ooh, then said, oh, she was like, she was, she put good. her lawyer hat on because she's an attorney. Oh, she was so good. And wow. she was like, okay, let's get like this evidence. Let's get the texts and like show me, like, is this going to map out? She was really upset though. She was mad because, wow. and she, once she's, once she made her decision, she's like, all right, you need to get the F out, you know? Ooh. But that's, I love that phrase because that's such like a pop culture thing to say. So I felt like Rachel was just really giving a nod to like society in that exit so no and I thought it was really empowering because she just said it's time to like you need to go um but anyway so that I'm was, glad she got rid of him that's yeah. not but then he came back and then all now all the guys like that's the cliffhanger now so we'll see what happens oh, next week I see this is um, a common bachelor yeah. Turn of the yeah. It's so good. Story. It's just so delicious. Like it's so deliciously contrived and produced, but in every way, it's just so beautiful. Okay. So really quickly, my front runners still are Josiah, Josiah. the prosecuting attorney from Fort Lauderdale. Right. I casually had a dream about him last night. Really? I just love Josiah. Wow. I just what had was this was really it a comforting dream, dream of Josiah? Maybe prophetic. It, you know what, Josiah? Listen, look at that. Um, Peter had a date, had a one-on-one, and he is just, I mean, he's the perfect man. Really? He has a little gap in his teeth, but he's a beautiful specimen. No, it, it adds character, and they were talking about how they both have gaps in their oh, teeth. Oh, really? It's so cute. Oh. They have the same gap. So, oh, that is really sweet. Yeah. And wow. then. He seems um, like a genuine guy, Peter. He's he a business is so owner. He's cool. I mean, I, he's like a business owner, slash, used to be a model, slash, used to live in LA, oh. slash, lived in Wisconsin, slash. Like, he's a slasher. Oh, okay. I'm not, and yeah, I'm not laughing. I'm just, I thought that it was a different No, we situation. all. I mean, okay. well, they okay. made him small business owner, but like, <laughs> like I think he's the owner ABC of. ABC up to their old tricks. <laughs> ABC's writing really inflated bachelor bios. Um, And then, yeah, and then Will, I really have a feeling, I mean, he's in so many of the previews, so I feel like he has to, and he seems very, um, just very genuine, the sales manager from Miami. Right. Um, Yeah, so anyway. He's the older man, right? No, no, no. Will's only 28. Oh, Um, oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, there was another older man from Miami. Oh, actually, the other one, Miami. Um, Oh, God, I'm so over him. I forget his name. The one with the awful kissing. 
He was oh, so yes, bad. Yeah. But I, I don't, he's not even like, ugh, he's kind of out of the running. No, I mean, he's still in it and he probably will go far based on his physical chemistry because one of her love languages is um, physical uh, touch. Her, yeah, her mm. physical touch is mm. one of her love languages. Okay. Um, one of the guys asked, which I oh, thought was very what a great question. What a great question. Men, if you're listening. Yeah. Wait, Christina, what is your love language? I think or what are your they two were acts of service mm-hmm. and quality time. Yeah. What about you? That makes sense to me. Yeah. Being your sister, that makes sense really? to me. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because mm-hmm. um, you do a lot of acts of service to show your love as well. So mm-hmm. I feel like that makes sense. Um, to me, mine, 100% words of affirmation. Yes, I know. 100%. And then quality time, I think. Um, but I love mm. them all. Okay, so okay, so anyway, enough about the bachelor. We're over Waboom. He needs to leave. It's just I'm over it. I'm so over it. It just needs to like stop. He won one of the the. I just I can't. It's just too much yeah, for me. Yeah, it's hard when it begins. Uh, the relationship begins on a lie. I mean, oh. or even if it wasn't a lie, but at least don't no, no, lie no. about not knowing. Wait, Waboom isn't the guy. <laughs> Waboom is just this. Like, creep. He's just... I'm over him. Oh, We're all... Yay. Everyone's over him. I know. It shouldn't Whoops. be a thing. Okay, so more... Um, just more hot topics. Our... One of our favorite couples, Miranda Kerr and Evan Spiegel, the Snapchat oh, founder. So, Victoria's Secret nice. model and... Snapchat um, founder got They married. got married over Memorial Day weekend. That's great. Yeah. And yeah. One of my closest friends got engaged this oh weekend. Oh, my gosh. That's so, so wonderful news all around. So good news. And the reason mm-hmm. we love the Miranda Kerr and Evan Spiegel couple, the Victoria's Secret model, we try to do matches like this a lot. Because... So, we're in San Francisco. We're in LA, New York, San Fran, and... Um, and DC. So we do get a lot of the tech guys who are really, really, really successful, um, who work at those name companies. Um, and I love partnering them with a celebrity or with, you know, a mod like Miranda is a celebrity and she's she a is. model. Yeah, she um, is. but I love that match because he's the setting. And she's the diamond. Mm-hmm. So in every in a, every good relationship, you need a setting and you need a diamond. Wow. So she's I been really through think a lot. Poor thing. Miranda, really? Wait. Yeah, she got a divorce from and... Orlando Bloom. Yeah. <gasps> oh I my gosh. So. There's a lot of. I don't know the exact story. But Orlando just is poor so thing. gross to me. Like I'm, I know you loved him. Well, I don't. Like, I'm not going to make any judgments. I'm not going to make any judgments. Throwback Wednesday. Well, more Lord of the. I love Lord of the Rings, Thursday. but. The, oh wait, he, not he was in Lord of the Rings. Oh yes, yeah. he well, he was that guy. He was like an elf, elf. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Ooh. he skeeves me. Well, I feel I, like he's I one just, of those Hollywood guys. I that don't we would know. See at One Oak. I don't know. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Sorry to throw him <laughs> under the bus, but let's tell the listeners. So there are a few celebrities that you just see out and like consistently that have dated a variety of like girlfriends and people that we know and unfortunately I hate to break your bubbles friends but Leonardo DiCaprio is one of them and he just is out at One Oak all the time well he used to be this is all Sandra speaking yeah this is all Sandra speaking Christina doesn't care about any of this (laughs) sorry (laughs) this has no bearing whatsoever but anyway so just like yeah it's it's upsetting but um I've kind of put Orlando in that group okay Mm -hmm. more um more just hot topics breakups 
So Mary Kay Latourinu has split from Vili Fulala. Okay, so basically, who are these people? This was the teacher that married her student that had the affair with her sixth grade student. I know this is really disturbing, but I felt like this was on, this was like a big breakup. It was trending. So she was... 34 and he was in sixth grade but then oh, she went to prison oh, wow. i know Lord oh, help us. Is, how, but then she went to prison for seven years and then they got married in 2005 oh wow so that and they have two kids together they got divorced but that leads us perfectly to scott disick <laughs> <laughs> the perfect segue to the salacious oh, scott gosh. disick oh, so scott disick as we talked about last week was um gallivanting with bella thorne the 19 year old he's yeah. 33 or 32 um and then he went to can for the film because everyone's in can right now everyone oh my gosh i sound so <laughs> douchey <laughs> like everyone's in can well i'm not i'm not either <laughs> thank the good lord um <laughs> So then he was seen with another 17-year-old in Cannes. Like, Scott Disick is just, oh. Oh, I thought he was dating Bella. They weren't dating. And then she wrote this tweet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was she wrote more this of tweet that was just so. Discerning. Yeah, he was just, <laughs> Yeah, Scott Disick was discerning. He's right now in a discernment time. Um, but yeah, he's now, then he was seen with, I forget, someone's little sister. I think Nicole Richie's little sister was 17. Um, but that is so wrong. But then, to add to this, Courtney Kardashian, Courtney, who is Scott's ex, um, she's dating yeah. a 23-year-old model. Like one of oh, our guys. Wow. Our guys. Oh, one of the Hollywood she's, models. She's also. hashtag young Hollywood. Not young <laughs> Hollywood young lifestyle. Ones. How funny is that? 23. Wow, that's young. And she's 30, she's 32, I think 33, something yeah. of that age. Well, she has the money. Listen, and you know what? Good for her. He's he's of age, you know. But it's what do you think of that double standard though, Christina? Do you like do you think that because Scott is like I'm really creeped out by that, but I feel like society would be a bit more accepting of Scott is like I feel like 19 and 17 are way too young just for anyone yeah, above 21. I think so too. That's just yeah, really That's really, really young, really especially young. if you're not 19 yourself. If you're it was a 19-year-old guy and you're 17 girl yeah. year old girlfriend Different. That's a different situation, yeah. but when you have a generation age Ugh. gap there, oh, I Ugh. just, Ew. I think you have to wait till you're 21. If yeah, some, a woman's 21. If you really want to date a young, younger woman, yeah, just at least just let her be let her drinking age. drinking age to make that decision that she's actually in the right mind. Yeah. Also, you're, that your brain isn't fully, fully developed. Formed. Yeah. Wait, you were just going to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Until 25? I don't know exactly what age that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, ugh, gosh. But anyway, so I think good for Courtney. I think that's great. He's 23. He's beautiful. He's a, he's a great looking guy. So have fun. She's been through it with Scott. So anyway, so that is, those are our hot topics. Um, and now... We are going to roll into our next segment, Um, but before we do, a little 
little uh, note from our sponsors. And now a word from one of our sponsors. Eight Other Reasons, because everybody has reasons. Eight Other Reasons is at the center of a jewelry revolution. Fashion forward and in demand, Eight Other Reasons encompasses beautiful statement pieces and everyday staples to complement each wardrobe. The 8OR girl is unapologetically sexy, what we like to call a baller bohemian. She is beautifully intense and always perfectly undone. She, the stone-cold fox in boots and the life of every party. Go to www.theeightotherreasons.com for more. Again, that's www.eight, the number eight, otherreasons.com for more. Okay. So our next segment is sisterly Sisterly advice. advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give her advice that only your sister would give you. Here's a question from our network. Hi, Allie and Christina. I just started the dating process because I felt that I needed to put some more attention into my love life being a recent college grad. But I always feel awkward about choosing a place to go on a date because I don't know where's the right place that would make both of us feel comfortable without knowing the other person at all to begin with. On top of that, I always feel like I should pay for my own meal, so I don't know how to approach the awkward billing process at the end of the date. What's a single girl in the city to do? XOX single and confused. Oh my gosh. Oh, so cute. Sweet. I know, sweet. That's adorable. (laughs) So she just graduated from college. So I feel like we need to address this in segments because, okay, so congratulations on just graduating. That's huge. Um, And she always feels awkward about choosing a place to go on a date because she doesn't know where the right place would be that makes them both feel comfortable. So let me just, first of all, um, single and confused, just completely alleviate your concerns. this is not your, your problem. problem. It's the guys. 100%. You do not need to worry about where you're having your date. Leave that up to him. We need you to remember as you're embarking on this new dating adventure, three words. Let, Let him lead. lead. We he didn't even needs, practice that, but we say this all the time. He needs to pursue you. Yeah. He needs, and I will tell you this again and again, he needs to be in the driver's seat. He mm-hmm. needs to be the one who's who's leading the relationship, mm-hmm. otherwise he'll lose interest. Absolutely. He'll be passive. He, you need to be, he needs to be active. Mm-hmm. If he's not willing to man up and choose a place, move on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even if you're dating, like it sounds to me like you're dating someone from the apps because you said uh, you don't know the other person at all to begin with. So mm-hmm. even if you are using the apps to set up your dates, um, it's still his job to lead and it's still his job to, you know, ask Woo you out on you. a date. Will you? Exactly. Ask. You're the, you yeah. are the gift. Yeah. You're the woman. Yeah. You're, he yeah. wants you. He should want you. And like, yeah. You want to be a man who, with a man who wants you because mm-hmm. that will last you your whole relationship. Mm-hmm. It's a problem if the woman's the one who wants the guy more than the guy wants mm-hmm. the woman. Believe me. Yeah. It's, She's it's, married. I'm married. It's it's just... <laughs> no, it's yeah, true. And we true. see it in relationships all the time. All the time. And yeah. I'm saying this because it's wonderful that mm-hmm. to be with 
a man who pursues you because that leads throughout the whole relationship. Exactly. And especially this first date, you're setting the tone for the rest of the relationship. So say that a lot of women are like, okay, I've been talking to this guy and like, I just want to meet up with him. Like, I don't want to be pen pals. You can say to him, and this is all you can say. Once you've said this, then he has to lead. But you can say to him, so I'm new to this whole, I'm new to, I'm new to this. How long are we supposed to talk before we go, before we meet? Like how long are we supposed to talk before we go out? Because it puts the, yeah, because then he's like, oh my God, like let's, why don't we go out now? Or he'll, or he might even say like, oh, I'll feel more comfortable in a week. Like I, I think that, but once you put it out there, like I'm new to this, you know, um, how long are we supposed to talk before we go out or before we meet? So you can put that out there, but then once you've given, like you put the bait out and now he has to catch, he has to like bite. Okay. He has to bite the bait and he has to be like, awesome. Like great. And you can be like, oh yeah, he'll be like, oh, what are you thinking? Oh, where do you want? If he asks you where you want to go, you can be like, I'm so bad at picking. Why don't you surprise me? Pick somewhere awesome. Exactly. Exactly. And then he might ask you what, where do you live? Which area do you live in? Will it be? He might give you options. Fabulous. And that's great. And then put it back, ball back in his court if he asks you. Absolutely. And there might be, he may give you options. He, if he suggests a place that you're really not into, (laughs) I would say just suck it up and go. I had a situation Mm, I felt so bad. Where awkward. No, exactly. Like I had a situation where a guy I let him lead and he picked a place, but I guys, I I really couldn't do this place again. I couldn't, I could I just couldn't. It was it's just one of the least it just has really bad energy for me. So I was like, oh, it's just filled with models. I know it's filled with models. And I don't place you want to go on a date. It's just no (laughs) one wants to even if you're a model, you don't want to go on a date there. there. Um I'm totally yeah. So anyway, so I was like, oh, could we do, like, I was just there for a birthday party, which was true, and I didn't want to go back. Could we maybe do this place? So, like, yes, you can do that. I would never give that advice, though. Like, I think that that's the worst advice ever. So definitely just let him lead. If you're not crazy about the place, just suck it up and go. Um, And then, you know, have a good time. You never know what will happen. Exactly. Maybe he, it's the first Mm -hmm. place you go to, and then from there on, he'll know what you like more. But it also shows about about his yeah, personality it does. it does because this it's guy great. that picked a place that I wasn't really into he was a great guy he was really sweet but it's probably not I mean it wasn't obviously the right match for me right so that's so it does show his personality if he picks a dive bar and like you might be a dive bar kind of gal or but you also could be a rooftop at the peninsula kind of girl so it, it does show where this guy is coming from um which is also why what we do is we have a few places for our our company we set up all the dates so every date is set up we don't have the whole like back and forth thing um but when we set up dates we ask the guy we say are there any like and we ask the woman exactly what are some date locations right. just some places that you really like that you are feel really comfortable in they give us a list of places and then we pick the best one that we think will be the best right and that best. helps us also with matching because it yeah. shows us what their vibe is yeah definitely 100%. and they vibe together yeah exactly exactly um so yeah so that's not Number one, and then it says, on top of that, I feel like I always should pay for my own meal. Oh my gosh, I can't. So I don't know how to pro- how to approach the awkward billing process at the end of the date. <sighs> As John Gray says in Mars and Venus on a date, I think this is the best advice ever for the whole paying thing. Mm-hmm. If the man asks you out, it is his job to pay for the date. Your presence is all is the gift to him. <laughs> 
I mean, and also just coming from a feminist perspective, because I definitely consider myself a feminist and I'm all for equal women's rights and all of that. Alessandra speaking. This is Alessandra. Um, but at the same time, like it's when it comes to relationships, it's okay to embrace gender roles. That's my opinion. So whenever I give advice, know that it's not coming from a place of um, disempowerment for women. Disempowerment, what's that word? Disempowerment for women. It's more, we are empowered and we want to be treated like ladies. And that's good. That's feminism to me. So even me, even as a, a, you know, we got this, you gotta let him lead. And he needs to pay. If he's not paying for the first date this is the last date like if a guy does not pay for first date a it's not a date in my opinion if a guy's like oh yeah let's split it this was not a date right now this was a friend situation especially first second third even fourth and I love Brian Howie I'm gonna shout out one of my favorite favorite relationship experts that um does this amazing podcast the great love debate a lot of you probably listen to it um so it's like the number one love and relationships podcast I was on it a a few a few months ago and Brian Howie said the best thing he said a woman should pay for everything okay no, no no a man should pay for everything um first second third date every single thing first second third date and then after that before 6 p.m., a woman can pay for things. And after 6 p.m., the man then pays for everything. That's interesting. After 6 p.m. Wow. I love that. Huh. And I read this last night. He posted, he tweeted it, or he um, put it on Instagram. And I was like, this is the perfect anecdote. Wow. This is the an, advice. Is, advice. This is the perfect advice because mm-hmm. that way, Six before six p.m. These are day activities, yeah. so you can be like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going. To, do you want to go rollerblading?" And then you can be like, "Oh, please, you always treat me to dinner. Like, please let me get the rollerblades." I think and the women little things. feel more comfortable with the day yeah. things they want at night. It's his yeah, job. Yeah, he should be to, wooing you, right? I think yeah. that's even in marriage. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean now you share everything, but yeah. still, it's, there's it's an taking element. Taking out your wallet, yeah, is it's you know, you so emasculating. To, you still want him Ugh. to treat you to things, even though you yeah. share everything. And, yeah, but I, I hear what you're, he's saying, and yeah. that makes a I lot of sense. I love that six yeah. p.m. rule. Before six mm. p.m., the woman pays, uh, but the first three dates. And guys, if you're listening. You need to pay for the first three dates. And this is the thing. Um, When it comes to that awkward billing process at the end of the day, I know it can be super awkward because the check's on the table. You are, you're like ready to go. The guy's kind of lingering and you're like, okay, what are we doing? Do Do the the fake reach. Do the fake reach. Do the fake reach. Oh, pretend like you're like, oh, get, look for your purse on the left and say, oh, oh, should I? And then, and, but don't fully say it. You can't fully say it because if you really grab your purse, if you grab your wallet and exactly. you throw the card it down, out, that's like done. it's over. You've killed it's it. Done. You killed it. But if you do the fake reach and you're, and but as you're doing the reach, you need to act as though, even if he has not moved an inch, you need to fake reach and act as though he just reached for the check. Even if he doesn't reach for the check, you just look down and you say, oh my, oh my gosh, are you, oh, are you, you are such, what a, you are such, such a gentleman. gentleman. You are such a gentleman. Okay. You remember those words, ladies. You are such a gentleman because this is the thing with guys. If they're bringing you on a date, if they pick the place, they can afford it. Okay, so they can totally afford right. it. Right, they know that it's their job they most know. times, unless most they're the living times. in a cave. Exactly, but, but even so, they you. It's nice. Oh, I talked to our bachelors mm-hmm. about this. They do like the 
the initial the offering, the fake offer. They like Even the fake offer, and they, they also appreciate they it. need gratitude. Yes, they need gratitude because yeah, they don't the, want you to take it for granted. No, they they want to be. Like, they work hard for their money. They you work do too. Hard. We you all, work yeah, hard for your listen. money too. Just yeah, we care. Yeah. You know, you want to you want to respect. Yeah. respect that yeah definitely so it's and the guys like gratitude will bring you so far in a relationship like if you say like genuinely and you're not I, we don't want you to be like oh you're such a gentleman like fakely we want you to really be like wow this is like this is a gentleman and and you're kind of leading him we'll talk about the prince charming switch probably in, in the next yeah we better um, in the next episode we, we better, better um wrap up catch but up with the we're, we're super excited for that so hopefully single and confused this helps you um, be less single and less confused. So our final segment is catching, catching up, up with, with the Contis. So Christina, what's happening for you this upcoming week? Mm, well, I'm going to a, a party in Manhattan Beach for my mm. for my college. Oh, There's, an alumni event? Yeah, an alumni event at, in Manhattan at one of their houses. Oh, it's yes, a home at in Trinity Manhattan College. Beach. College. Yeah, exactly. They're so you did a undergrad reception. at Trinity. Exactly, and master's at Oxford University. Mm-hmm. But this is, they always do lovely events. Sorry, and I had to I'm bringing my there. husband for the first time to, <gasps> officially, he met some of the people after an event once, yeah. but he'll meet the people there and Aww. we'll get to go to Manhattan Beach and enjoy and they always have lovely cocktails. Yeah, beautiful events. Trinity is amazing beautiful. events. Mm-hmm. I went to one in New York City and it was at this really like mahogany um, yeah. like white glove what was oh, it yeah. called? The club? Oh yeah. It was so funny. It was wine tasting and everyone's like oh did you go to Trinity? I'm like uh-huh no I'm just here. My sister did. <laughs> My sister did. Um, but anyway so I and this is Alessandra I am going I have this big event on Friday that I still have to buy a dress for. I need a I need a it's a black tie so it's a black tie gala it's a charity gala um that one of my friends is bringing me to and yeah it's it should be I mean it it's, sounds amazing wow. it's this big the, these big chefs are gonna be cooking oh, they're doing pairings how wonderful I'm so excited that sounds delightful yeah 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 so I'm and we have a car that's bringing us it should be so fun so but I haven't gotten a dress yet so I Oh, I have to get, but I have a dinner tonight. So literally I have Thursday night, like tomorrow night to get a dress. And so, yeah, the pressure is on. I feel like it's a, like a video game. Like, can I get a dress (laughs) by the date of the gala? Um, But yeah, I'm very excited. Or a 90s computer game. I know. Or a 2000s Right. Like a very like minimal, like the clueless, remember that clueless um, computer game that we loved? I loved that. Clueless? Yeah, we had I it was Barbie. No, well, we had Barbie as yeah. well. We had the horse Barbie yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. that was such a good game. Um, but, but then we had a Clueless game, oh, and I remember we really like dressed her. We dressed Cher in her computer thing. Oh, no, <gasps> that was I the most that. fun game ever. Oh my! I wish I had that in my closet. But <laughs> well, anyway, on to our. If you want to stay in touch with us, if you want to catch up with us, always yes. catch up with the Contes at all times. Go to our Instagram, which is Matchmakers in the City. Go to our Twitter, which is Matchmakers ITC. Go to our personal Instagrams at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. That's me. And at Christina, Matchmaker Christina Conti. 
It's me. A I'm, lot of matchmaker. And then our website, of course, is www.matchmakersinthecity.com. Yes. Again, that's www.matchmakers with an S in the city.com. Great. We love you guys. Have a really fun week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. For more information, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.